0: Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute. I am your host, John Henson, and this week I am going to talk to you about where you find your clients. You know, and this could be you know the physical or the the digital space. Um, you know, let's start with kind of the physical spaces. You know, because that can really that there is that's more spread out. You know, you know, based on what your practice area is, you know, you know I know a lot of personal injury attorneys, um, criminal defense attorneys, you know, you're going to find your clients in accident reports and police reports and stuff like that. That's pretty simple. But what about family law attorneys, uh, tax attorneys, bankruptcy attorneys, business attorneys, stuff like that, you know, business attorneys, you know, local chamber of commerce, entrepreneurial organizations, stuff like that also kind of you know you know pretty simple um, to a degree where it gets a little bit uh, more spread out and dispersed is family law bankruptcy estate planning you know the these practice areas that are a little bit more general in nature in terms of who you may actually end up uh, targeting and so you know knowing where those people kind of hang out, are normally spending their time is a great way for you to focus your marketing and target your marketing. Um, you know, I mean, I've seen, you know, it used to be in the old days, you know, you throw a billboard up or you put an ad in the yellow pages or the phone book or whatever. Um, I don't know that those are necessarily the most effective forms of marketing anymore. I feel pretty strongly that the yellow pages are not the best way <laughs> to market. I mean, the yellow pages are essentially, um, what Google is today. Um, whereas, you know, billboard that might be a little more effective, but you're really limiting, uh, you know, who you're targeting based on where that billboard is. Um, I've seen ads on park benches and shopping carts at the grocery store, stuff like that. Um, that might work. Uh, I don't I don't have a lot of data to show how effective stuff, stuff like that is, uh, mainly because it's just really hard to track physical advertising unless you're putting a specific URL on that ad and then people are going to that. but even then that's still pretty difficult to to measure. So think about where, your, uh, target ideal client is, is going on a day-to-day basis. You know, where do they shop? Where do they go eat? And I'm not saying you go put ads in those places, but knowing that at least can help you figure out how to structure your message. You know, maybe, where you can at least start building some sort of presence. So what do, what do I mean by that? You know, if you're if you're dealing with a lot of families in suburban areas, maybe your office is closer to that suburban area than uh, you know some of your other competitors. If Your, you know, obviously on the other hand, if most of your clients are downtown white collar people, your office is going to be downtown, you know, stuff like that. It's a lot bigger picture stuff when you're talking about, you know, figuring out where your ideal client exists in the physical world. Now, when we get into the digital world, it's, it's a lot more, it's a lot easier. So... When it comes to social media, that's going to be kind of where you're going to focus the most. Um, if you're running pay per click ads and stuff like that, uh, you can start to get into what websites, what kinds of websites your clients are visiting. You know, if your uh, target market is basically a lot of, um, you know, middle-aged males, there's a pretty good bet that they're visiting ESPN or, uh, you know, a news site pretty regularly. If it's females, you know, maybe you try to figure out a way to um, get on, you know, home and garden websites or, uh, you know, Pinterest type websites, stuff like that, you know, depending on what your ideal client's interests are. Um and then on social media, you got you really have two main players. You have Facebook and LinkedIn. Our social media service includes Twitter in this. Twitter at least in today's world is more of a news and information hub. There's you're not going to um you're not going to get a ton of engagement. Um, and if you look at a lot of Twitter comment threads, it's not a lot of productive conversation, but Twitter can still be an important tool for your law firm in that authority building environment. Um, you know, putting your firm there as a piece of trusted, as a source of trusted information, uh, is still valuable. Um, but it's not probably the one you focus on. Instead, it comes down to Facebook and LinkedIn. You should definitely have a presence on both. But where you're going to find the most success depends on where your ideal clients are. So again, it goes back to you know who your target demographic is. You know if you're dealing with a lot of uh, business professionals, white collar people, business owners, entrepreneurs, stuff like that, you're probably going to find more success on LinkedIn. Um, pretty much everything else is going to be on Facebook. And when I say success, I pretty much mean you're going to find the most top of mind awareness. You're going to find the most people who, um, will see your content and have your content be relevant to them. Um, so that's you know I'm not saying you're going to get a bunch of clients from social media. That's absolutely not what I'm saying at all. Um, social media, uh, at least, still is not a um, a huge lead generation. Platform for attorneys and any marketing company that says otherwise, uh, I would be very wary of that. Um, the most effective way to use social media is to use your content to stay top of mind. Um, if you're generating a bunch of leads through social media, fantastic. That's awesome. Um, but you're probably the exception because, in general, most people are not going on social media looking for legal services. They're going on social media to get information, to catch up with friends and family. That's it. So you're not friends and family to... 98% of these people, but you are information and that's where you can get ahead of your competition is by putting out good information. And that goes back to the kind of the message we've been, uh, preaching over the last several months is that content is super important and evergreen content is super important. So that's where you're, that's what you're doing on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. And Doing that, you are targeting specifically, especially on Facebook. You have to then target your demographic, whether they're, uh, you know, whatever their age range is, whatever their interest is. Facebook allows you to get creepily, if that's a word, uh, on a very creepy level, very specific as to who you want to target. Now, I don't suggest getting super specific because it limits the number of people that will see your content, but. I still recommend figuring out a, a sort of, uh, broad in broad strokes, who your audience is and what they're into age range, even location, stuff like that. Um, and just start boosting. That's what it's called on Facebook. At least start boosting that content to those people, getting those eyeballs on that content. It's not, You know, unlike LinkedIn, where all of your connections will see your content, assuming they're logging in and looking at their feed every day, Facebook doesn't do that. They limit that stuff. And so, boosting, you know, even if it's just a dollar a post, which is going to be more than enough, puts that content in front of people. And even better, where it kind of becomes uh, okay to do this in terms of, you know, sort of, I guess, mitigating that initial uh dissonance you feel when it's like oh i've got to pay to post this like yeah i get it like i don't like it either but it but at least facebook gives you the option to then put your content out in front of people who don't even like your page or know you exist yet and that's where it becomes a big game changer for your firm and increasing your audience and increasing awareness that your firm exists and can help people so If you haven't been doing this, I highly recommend uh, figuring out where your target audience hangs out. And once you figure that out, you can then start focusing your marketing, targeting your message, targeting these people where they are the most so that where they're going, they start to see you more often and ultimately that builds up uh, top of mind awareness so that in, in their mind, you're this gigantic firm. Even if you are a true solo operation, if you start popping up everywhere, even if you're not spending that much, but in their eyes, you're going to be this gigantic mega firm with this gigantic advertising budget because they can't get away from you, and you're going to be the one they think of first, and you're building that trust with them, and it's so such an effective way to market your law firm. So hope that was helpful for you guys. Uh, hope you have a good week. Keep rate and review us on Apple podcast. Uh, I love getting the feedback from you guys. Keep letting us know what topics you want us to cover and we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.